Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Land. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the most incendiary show on these here airwaves in the morning time anyway. I am Clay Edwards, and of course, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Your boy finally got a good night's sleep. It has been eluding me for a couple of nights now. I don't know if it's getting hotter outside or what, but I don't sleep as well. <laughs> anyway... I got I got some good sleep last night, so that usually equals a better radio show and a better clay for the day. Uh, if you want to chime in this morning, the Guns and Gear text line, Guns in Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The phone line, if you want to call in, 601-879-0000. Man, look, we'll eat it off with a little Jackson stuff. If you uh, if you drive a Hyundai or a Kia, you need to uh, beware. This is um from Dark Horse Press. JPD has released a statement here. It said thieves are trying to steal certain Kias and Hyundais in the city of Jackson, according to an alert. By the Jackson Police Department, individuals are trying to steal Kia and Hyundai vehicles made between 2011 and 2021. If you own one of these vehicles, take extra precaution to secure your vehicle, JPD says. Utilize additional equipment to lock the steering wheel or utilize other methods to disable the engine when the vehicle is not in use. Police say thieves are using social media in order to inform others how to steal these Kia and Hyundai models. All right. Uh, Kia and Hyundai have become very popular vehicles over the last couple of years. Very, very popular. And they just look better and better. That Genesis is a good-looking vehicle. It really is. My buddy uh, Renee sells Hyundais. Used to be up here. Now he's down in Hattiesburg, I believe. So I know a Hyundai salesperson if you need one. you got to drive a little, but you'll save a lot. A little free plug there for my buddy. We don't talk about Hyundais and Kias too much on the show. So, let me see here. All right. Um, I want to jump back in to some non-Jackson stuff. Oh, real quick. I did see where five people got shot outside Freelons. Looks like Sunday night? Was it Sunday night they got shot out there? Let me pull, pull my story back up here. You know, I posted that on my Save Jackson Instagram about the five people getting shot out there. I didn't mention the race or anything because, frankly, the story didn't mention it. I mean, 
in Jackson at Freelines. I'm I'm gonna guess it wasn't a I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess they weren't white. I'm just going out on a limb here, but I could be wrong. But I, again, I didn't mention it. But some of my haters, the anger addicts that follow me on Instagram, did, <laughs> and they said you didn't mention the white guy that killed the cop in Brandon. Hell, I only made four videos about it. You know, people just have their selective outrage, don't they? I find it comical. But I, one of the other guys, my point in this story, one of the other guys got in the comments. We could do a whole show on, you know, like Clay reads mean tweets, except it's Instagram comments. I don't know if I could read most of them on the air, but this guy says, you know, for a guy that used to own nightclubs in Jackson, you know, like, like somehow because I used to own nightclubs and legally threw parties, the right way. Somehow I'm so associated with people getting killed in bars now. I make it make sense. We never at 105, at Crazy Eight, or any other establishment I was affiliated with, but the main ones were Crazy Eight and 105 downtown. And 105 was 95% all black all the time. You know, we never had those problems at my clubs. We had good security. Nobody ever got shot outside. I did get shot at outside one time. Um, and not me directly, but I was close enough that I was duck tucking and covering, doing the Matrix backwards, bending over, watching bullets fly by. One of the scarier incidents of my life. Um, and people drove by some when we weren't open. Like after we would kick them out, they would come back by and they would drive by like way late at night. Somebody shot the windows out one time downstairs. That wasn't cheap. But other than that, but you know, you can't control stupid. But you can inside the building in a controlled environment. Because, you know, 105 was upstairs and downstairs. So you entered on the street and you go up. You got searched at the sidewalk entrance and you paid at the mezzanine level. And I ain't going to explain to what a mezzanine level is if you don't know. You paid at the mezzanine level and you got searched again. And then you went upstairs. And I'll say it, I'll go to war with anybody on this. That stretch at 105 from 2003 to 2010, we had the best security guards in the game. That All these guys were on Frank Melton's jump out, the original jump out boys crew. I mean, we had some heavy, heavy hitters. They did not play. Shout out to Larry if he's listening. <laughs> he was like a pit bull. Pit bull. I, I could tell y'all about some things that we did and probably still go to jail over it. But folks knew you didn't mess around on 105. And I, one time we had a guy on the, he got by, he had a gun. He got by my first security guard. He got it to the second one. We called it there. That's why we searched twice. Had to fire that guy downstairs. Hey, bro, you got one job. You got one job. And you messed that up. Safety comes first. You can't have a good time. People got to worry about being safe. That's why we had one of the most successful runs in Jackson nightclub history. One of the most successful. Most clubs last two, three years if they're lucky. We had almost an eight-year run. My the, 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 the tagline, I stole it from Chip Matthews, and I'm sure he stole it from somebody else, was party with thousands. And it, at least twice a week. Friday and Saturday nights, for the most part, 
had over a thousand people and not one body, not one dead person or shot for that matter on my list. So I'm proud about that. So I know that if you invest the money in security, as far as inside the clubs, you can, in fact, run a safe club in Jackson, Mississippi. Now, granted, that's 12, 13 years ago. This next generation of idiots are unhinged. There's a crazy-ass gang running around now called 4SK or 4KS or something. These dudes don't play by nobody's rules. They're, they're beefing. From my, my sources tell me they're beefing with every gang in Jackson. They don't care. I hear their body count is through the roof. There's a bunch of 16-, 17-year-olds. They think they originated out of Canton. But uh, when you hear about all these young, young kids killing folks, these bodies coming up in the streets. Or no, they don't guess they're coming up. There's body count coming up in the streets. That's the most likely the gang responsible. Let's uh let's check a few texts here. Daryl says party with thousands originated uh, at Panama City Spring Break. Great tag, and Daryl would have been a part of all that too. So he knows that's hashtag Dirty D. Anyway, I didn't mean to get on a cl- uh, a rant about the nightclubs there. But when that guy said that, I was like, man, you can, in fact, be anti-BS and pro-party. I, 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 I find it so weird. You know, I was a Republican the whole time I had those nightclubs. It, it used to not matter. Now, I was a white conservative that owned a majority black nightclub in the city of Jackson for eight years. Openly. Uh, rooted against Obama <laughs> in 08. Was it 08? Yeah, 08. To the disdain of everybody. But people just didn't care as much. They did not care as much. See, I'll gladly vote for a black dude, man. We're going to talk about Tim Scott here in a minute. Tim Scott went and set the, the view ablaze. Uh, either yesterday or the day before, I got the video. We're gonna play that. Tim Tim Scott, I went. I thought would be an afterthought. Like, what is this guy doing? I like him, but why is he running? I mean, I don't know if I don't think anybody's gonna be able to beat Trump at the end of the day. But I tell you what, I know everybody wants to see Trump DeSantis. Tim, Tim Scott might be our v, might be our guy for VP. Uh, real talk. Real talk. I have a. I, I learned a lot about Tim Scott in that interview on The View yesterday. And we're going to play that here in a little bit. Uh, let's, I got a question of the day. A question of the day here. This is going to be a tough one, man. And I, I'll be surprised if any of y'all answer it. But I'm going to throw it out there. Would you accept or disown your child if they came out as trans? Since that's the big movement around here right now. That's the big push. Hashtag trans kids belong. If your kid came out as trans, would you would you disown them? Or would you wrap your arms around them and, and, and go help them transition? I'm just going to be 100 with y'all. Because I don't know no other way to do it. And thank God my daughter's based, red-pilled. I ain't got to worry about it. So it's easier for me to sit here and say this because I know. 
I would drive my daughter straight to the mental hospital and get another family member. So we got two family members, and I'd check her into Whitfield if she ever came to me with that nonsense. We had to we would re-educate her, reprogram her to, to get right. Just like lefties try to do every time a conservative steps out of line that works for one of these big corporations like that Toronto Blue Jays pitcher the other day. Within 24 hours, he was reading a hostage letter. I got video of him coming back out on the field for the first time in Toronto getting booed. I don't know if he would be a booed because he came out as a conservative or because he apologized for being one. Either way, that's why you never apologize to the woke mob. You don't, your apology means nothing, and now they have a scalp to hang on the wall. So again, will you, would you accept or disown your child if they came out as trans? And when we come back, we're going to, uh, I found a, <clears throat> I found a list kind of by accident yesterday, and that's what made me think about this. It says, how to be a good LGBTQ ally for a family member. So we're going to go over that and some other stuff on the show today. we got a big show. The phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back here on WYAB. Rules when necessary. Hey, what's for lunch today, you may be asking? Well, I ask that question every day. And today it is the big salad. Right out there at Dogwood in Flowood, at Dogwood Shopping Center. I think that address is 126 Marketplace, if I have that correct. I just wrote it down. <laughs> Bear with me. Yeah, 162 Market Street. But look, man, just turn in on turn in Dogwood, the main entrance there off of uh, 25, right there at the side with Dick's Sporting Goods and all that. And just go straight back. You'll see it there on your right, right across from Amerigo, right past the cookie store. The big salad. Get out there, try one of their specialty salads like the bravocado, the chicken Caesar, the club, the cob, the Mediterranean, the meso sesame, or custom build your very own. They also have fresh made wraps, sandwiches, soups, smoothies, sides, and more. You can order online, thebigsalad.com, or just swing by there in person. And hey, look, man, something really cool they're doing this Saturday and this Saturday only. They're going to be donating 20% of their proceeds, of their profits. To the family of fallen Madison police officer Randy Tyler. He was uh, tragically killed in the line of duty in Brandon last week. So they're going to be donating 20% of their profits to Randy's family. That's awesome. I will be there Saturday for sure, if not today, <laughs> if not both. So I will definitely be by there Saturday to show my support. And uh, speaking of that, you can also donate to Randy's family via Community Bank. You can stop by any location and make a donation to Randy's family. And uh, that's good stuff. Nothing better than seeing the community come together and uh, very proud to be a Mississippian. When, uh, when tragedy strikes, we may be last at everything, but we're first in line to help. And that means a lot. All right. So, how to be a good 
LGBTQIA plus ally. That is the question. The question of the day was, do you disown a family member if they come out as trans? And uh, you guys have been texting them on the Gunziger text line. Let's read a couple of those and I'll get into the, the, some of the things this list says here. Uh, Cassandra says, my toddler and I were watching Coco Melon on the Universal Kids channel this weekend and I was appalled to see a Pride commercial play. I immediately banned that channel at my house. Good job, Cassandra. That is how you start the fight at home. We've got to have our southern mama bears in line. Front Operation Human Shield from our kids and the stuff. Uh, Richard says, I'm like you. I know my son is straight-laced, but I would cut him out if he came to me with any kind of trans ideas. I do have a niece that's so left-wing, liberal, that supports all that crap, but when she comes over, I leave. Not going to condone anybody that thinks God makes mistakes when he made man and woman. Yeah, you know, also, and I'm strictly personally here talking about trans. If my daughter came out as gay, I wouldn't be doing backflips because I think you're setting yourself up for for a life of just a harder life for no reason. You know, but I wouldn't, I would not disown my child if they came out as gay. I want to make sure I put that out there on, on record because, you know, you weirdos try to put words in my mouth that I didn't say amongst other things, you know. So uh, this strictly uh, is concerning the trans conversation because they've hijacked the LGBTQ movement. And I, I wish more gay folks would stand up and speak out against this, like the gays against groomers, Twitter, and stuff like that. Derek says, I'm going to skip down to the other. Derek says, no, because that's outside influence, not what he or she was taught. It was not my parenting. Yeah, Derek also had uh Said something about the work, the nightclub stuff. He said, I stopped working security detail at clubs because the local security there is the biggest safety concern. I call them rinky dink security. All they have is a shirt, cargo pants, and no tack. Yeah, and look, a lot of security guards are just trying to get chicks. And I ain't got no problem with that. But I have a problem with it getting in the way of you doing your job. Ty says, I'll put them up for adoption or send them to a mental ward. In the most conservative place I could find. Speaking of the mental wards, they are closing down St. Dominic's. And we're going to talk about this in more detail. They're closing down St. Dominic's behavioral health uh, section. I know somebody that had to go there a couple times last year. That's going to be a great loss. It's going to be a great loss. You're going to see all these mental patients just roaming the streets of Jackson. 200 people are losing their jobs. Hey, but at least those 200 people are up-to-date on their diversity, equity, and inclusion training and understand trans pronouns. <laughs> St. Dominic's made sure they did that. That story kind of went away, didn't it? And then they, they, they make everybody go through that indoctrination. And then they fire them. 200 people said profits were down. I guess the, the, the COVID gravy train finally come to a stop. Disgusting, you know. My buddy Justin Thompson. I don't. I want to make sure I give him credit. He's been on this show before. Justin stood up 
Oh, well, hold on. Justin said that, how about the people they forced to get the damn jab and all them boosters? And then they fire them. Disgusting. And uh, Justin can stand up and say that he had been in the military for 20 years with a Black Hawk pilot and walked away from the military instead of getting that jab. I've had him on the show before. Y'all need to go back and find that podcast and listen to it. Uh, just type in, go, go to your search bar, wherever you find Clay Edwards show at, or wherever you listen to type in Black Hawk Pilot. It should come up. And uh, well, a lot of us don't know what standing up for something is. And uh, Justin did a heck of a job. Heck of a job. Now, I wonder could he go back now that they've, uh, that they've waived some of that stuff. Be a good question to ask him. Twenty years in the game, you know. The longer you get, the better your retirement gets, and all that stuff, right? So he walked away from a lot. All right, so I stumbled across this article yesterday. I'm telling y'all, my the home screen at work is a wealth of show prep knowledge for me. It um, they constantly are putting this indoctrination. LGBTQ, BLM stuff, all up in my face. And I'm like, man, they don't realize they're doing my show prep for me. I don't have to go look at any websites or anything. It's just a, it's an aggregate news site, the home screen. It just aggregates all this woke nonsense. And I just click on it and save it, click on it and save it. It's great. It says, uh, it says with, with Pride Munch fast approaching, it might be a good time to reflect on the support you've shown your queer friends and family. Straight allies are important in the lives of people within the LGBTQ plus community, pedophile, and outside of them. As an LGBTQ plus ally, you can spread awareness about discrimination LGBTQ plus people might face. Being a straight ally can also mean that you're setting a good example for others struggling to get their queer loved ones. <laughs> I thought queer was a, I thought that was like a smear. Gosh, that sounds terrible. But I mean, I thought like that was like a, a derogatory term. Anyway, I had, did you know that at Target, they're doing some diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff like for Pride, Pride Month. They're doing like a Pride Night and they, for employees, and they're going to play queer bingo. That's a true story. I ain't making that up. Queer bingo at Target at Target. They are <laughs> they just jumped in head first. Anyway, it says, and it's it's hard to jump into something you don't understand or that you don't want to make mistakes on. If you're wondering how to be an ally, if your child just came out to you, or if you want to make sure you're making your work environment as inclusive as possible, read on. <laughs> we will. We will read on. It says, What is an ally? If you look up the word ally in the in dictionary.com, it, it has a few definitions in verb form. It means to unite formally, or it can mean to associate with someone in a mutual relationship as a noun. Ally means a person, group, or nation that is associated with another or others for some common cause or purpose. And quite simply, an ally can mean supporter. Anyone in a position of power or in a position that isn't as oppressed as other groups can be an ally to marginalized group can be an ally to a marginalized group. You can be an ally to the Black Lives Matter effort, which I will not be, or to women in the Me Too movement. 
And an LGBTQ plus ally is exactly that, someone who supports queer people and their causes, even if they're not part of the community themselves. And I can go on and on and on. Let's just skip down here to the ways to be a good ally to the LGBTQ community. As the queer in the world has explained, and that's a link to, to somebody I'm assuming called the queer in the world, has explained LGBTQ plus allies can support the queer community in a variety of ways. And not everything needs to be public. Privately showing support or comfort to gay loved ones is also an essential part of being a straight ally. This might be new territory for you as well, which might make it harder to know how to be a good ally since you don't want to make a mistake. So here are some tips and advice for being an LGBTQ plus ally to different people in your life and what to do in general to be a good ally. Um, I'm going to roll the dice here and I'm going to play a video that I haven't listened to yet. But the lady's got cats in her, uh, in her title on Twitter. And anytime she has a cat as her, uh, as her, uh, what you call it, her picture, profile picture. Let's see what she has to say. This is a uh, free mom hugs. Check out this video about our amazing free mom hugs at Georgia Atlanta Pride Run. We empower the world to celebrate. This may or may not have anything to do with it. I hope it does. Our mission is to celebrate the LGBTQIA plus community with disability education and conversation. We are out here empowering the world one hug at a time. We love everyone in the LGBTQIA plus community. And we hope that we get more people out to support with us. We see you. We love you. And we we are your family. All right. That didn't really have anything to do with that. Let's uh, scroll on down here. Let's see. So the human rights campaign... When your child comes first comes out to you, ask respectfully questions and reassure them that you are for them and support them. The Human Rights Campaign has a list of great questions to ask, including asking them what it was like growing up, how they're feeling in the process, and what they need from you, and whether they want to keep it between you two. It's good to be honest about any awkwardness you might be feeling, but always reassure them it's important to validate to your child that you still love them and nothing about this changes how you see or feel them. It's all a process, but showing support in any way you can will help your child feel accepted and supported. Maybe even think of becoming one of those free mom hugs moms at Pride, too. It says how to be an LGBTQ plus ally to your friends. A lot of those previous tips also work with a queer friend when a queer friend comes out to you. Learning about your friend's identity and sexuality and asking them about their experiences coming out is a great place to start. As, as CNN, of course it's CNN, as CNN writes, making gestures to show your support is also great. You know, actions can sometimes speak louder than words. This can include going to, the, going, to the, going to their first pride parade or wearing clothing or buttons to show your support for them. Also, make sure you don't turn around and make the moment about you either. And they do have plenty of that pride stuff available at Target and apparently Sam's Club in Madison has a pride section, and it has youth clothing in it. You can go see that picture on my Facebook page. Go search Clay Edwards. All right, uh, let's take a break real quick, come back, and we're going to tell you how to be a good LGBTQ plus ally at work. And then we're actually going to start talking about some other stuff. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Again, I want your text, question of the day, if you're just tuning in. If your child came out as trans, 
would you wrap your arms around them or would you disown them? I said I would take mine to Whitfield. What would you do? Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. The phone line is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back on WYAB. Rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. You need your home, car, home, car, or business. I knew there was a word there. I couldn't quite get off the tip of my tongue. Home, car, or business, windows tinted. They got you covered. They also do windshields, automotive glass, and vehicle wraps. So turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. Get that tax write-off. It's all about the tax write-offs. But hey, did you know now? People have been asking me all the time since I got out of doing the ceramic coating. Clay, who does ceramic coatings? And I, I got a couple of people I trust that I, that I refer people to. But now one of my sponsors does them. So uh, it's, a, it's, an easy, it's an easy sell here, man. Uh, Lakeland Glass and Tint. They're doing the, auto, the paint correction and ceramic coating using Expel Coating. Uh, they are the number one Expel installer in the country. That's who they use for the window tint and wraps, and now they're getting into the ceramic coating game. Expel doesn't do anything halfway. They go all in, so I fully anticipate their, uh, their ceramic coating being an industry leader in a short amount of time. So give them a call today for all pricing and scheduling information at 601-946-1000 or check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com. Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. All right. Back to our list here. Where did my list go? You know, I have. I do not have good luck with these links sometimes, y'all. It's always something. All right. Apologize. I know this makes for for compelling radio. But, hey, y'all are going to have me for three hours this morning, too, by the way. Uh, I, my, our, our Kelly's green folks could not make it in today. So I will be doing a third hour of radio. So, Hey, yay y'all. <laughs> oh, let's see here. How to be a good gay ally at work. Here we go. How to be an LGBTQ plus ally at work. The muse writes that when it comes to being an LGBTQ plus ally or an ally at work, there are some key roles you can take up. <laughs> but no matter what name or role you take on, a lot of them include uplifting marginalized voices in a way that doesn't infantilize them or take away their agency. I have no clue what that means, y'all. So this can be as simple as including queer coworkers in discussion, or highlighting ideas they may have had. It can also mean making sure they are included in bigger meetings or get a chance at bigger roles. Oh, you mean, you mean um, a diversity hires? You mean giving somebody a job that they didn't earn just because of their sexual orientation? Is that how you, is that how you become a LGBTQ plus ally at work? Is um, giving somebody a job they didn't earn? I got it, got it. I, if I ever get back in the workplace, I'm going to be a gay black trans woman. And you're not going to be able to tell me I'm not. Because it would make you a racist, homophobic 
bigot. And I expect nothing but promotions. Nothing but. I may become the new White House press secretary. <sighs> it's important to have diverse voices making decisions and not just one type of employer boss. And as always, educating yourself, respecting people's pronouns, names, and identities, and making them feel welcome are all of the utmost importance. I swear, I, an AI program had to have written this. I mean, they just got all the buzzwords. All of them. And then uh, kind of in closing, have an inclusive state of mind. I know all of my listeners out there have an inclusive state of mind. You're all good LGBTQ plus allies. I know you are. Uh, As GLAAD, that's G-L-A-A-D, has stressed, don't assume anyone's gender. You don't have to assume anyone's gender. They They will tell you what they think they are. I promise. Um, you don't, don't assume anyone's gender, pronouns, or sexuality outside of people coming out to you. You should always have an inclusive mindset as a straight ally. This means no assumptions, but it can also mean gender-neutral language. And if you are in a major position of power and you want to be a good ally, make sure you're including all kinds of voices and perspectives in whatever you do. And of course, speak out against, speak out against discrimination. Anyway, oh, here's another good one. It says, check your privilege. Yeah, I got enough time to read this. The University College London also came up with some great tips on how to be a good LGBTQ plus ally. And checking your privilege is one of the biggest ones. It's, it, it sounds to me like the only privilege is if you're LGBTQ plus. You're supposed to get promotions just for being LGBTQ plus. Anyway, be a good ally. Check your privilege is one of the biggest ones. As we mentioned already, straight and cisgender allies don't face the kind of discrimination that people in the LGBTQ plus community do. Remembering this will hopefully open your eyes to what they go through, making you a little kinder and a little more inclusive if you already aren't. As a straight ally, you enter conversations or spaces that are meant for queer voices and people. Don't take over and don't put yourself above the others in the room. You know, I'm gonna stop right there. All they, they uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. Have we forgot what equity meant? It says, "Don't enter a space that's intended for queer voices." Know my role if I do. Well, that doesn't sound very equal. That does not sound very equal at all. Huh. Anyway, let's take a call here real quick. Surprise, y'all hadn't called by now. Good morning. You're on there. Hello? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I just wanted to um, to get an understanding. I hear you talking about ally. Now, uh, I'm an ex-military person, and when we thought about allies, we were talking about supporters. So are you saying that we're supposed to be supporters of LGBTQ, whatever else is? the letters they have out their name. I'm thinking that now, don't get me wrong, I'm the good Lord above, Jesus wants us to show love. And as he said, he'll be the one to separate it all at the end. But I I can see showing love, but as far as being a supporter, uh, no. No, no, I don't think that uh, any true Christian is not going to show support it 
but we will show love and understanding. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, that's all I have to say. Hey, Take care. Yeah, great call. Thank you, brother. Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, we, 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 we preach it as loud as I can. I don't have to be your ally, but it doesn't mean I'm your enemy either. I can just not give a damn what you do. Just, you know, I don't want to hear about it. I don't come back. I don't come to work talking about my sex life and sexual preferences and this, that, and the other. I don't want to hear about yours. Let's take another call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, good morning. Uh, this is about your kid coming out as trans. You know, I got to preface this with I wasn't in my kid's life for the first eight years because I was off doing drugs and stupid stuff. But uh, she was raised by my ex-in-laws. So when I got custody and I started seeing her a few years ago, she was talking about that kind of mess, uh, talking about being trans and whatnot. So I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of ignored it for a little while. But, you know, I started showing started showing a lot of positive towards the other end, you know, trying to teach her that, you know, changing her out, outward appearance ain't going to help the inside, uh, you know, stuff like that, uh, reminding her stuff they forget that you talk about, that you can be a tomboy, you can be a masculine girl. And, of course, once I got full custody and started restricting screen time, where all this mess came from, it just kind of went out the window. I mean, she still still uh, says she's gay, she still likes girls, but this whole I'm a boy and uh, he, she, them, they, theirs crap has just stopped. Man, that is, that's great. You know, again, there's a huge difference in gay and this trans stuff. And, you know, you getting back in your child's life and making that difference and get, giving that good affirming love, that is, that's good. Man, I needed to hear that this morning. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Keep listening. That was great right there. I'm going to clip that out. That's the call of the day. You'll be able to go and find that call again uh, when the show's over. We're going to take a break real quick, come back. Land the plane for the first hour. Coming up in hour number two, I got Miss Tina from Patina here in the studio with me. We're going to talk about life after Jackson as she has moved her her hair studio out to Ridgeland into a gorgeous new location. But uh, stay tuned. I'm going to come back, read a few of your texts, and then we'll get ready for hour two. The Big Salad, this Saturday at the Big Salad in Flowood, they will be donating 20% of their profits to the family of Madison Police Officer Randy Tyler, who was tragically killed in the line of duty last week. So come out and enjoy one of their specialty salads like the Bravocado, the Chicken Caesar, the Club, the Cobb, the Mediterranean, the Miso Sesame, or Custom Build your very own. They also offer fresh-made wraps, sandwiches, soups, smoothies, sides, and more. Located at 162 Market Street in Dogwood Shopping Center in Flowood. Order online at thebigsalad.com. doing this morning let's uh let's read a couple of your texts to close out the hour here woodrow says they're they're called queer for a reason reagan can it's too long reagan i'll have to read it on the other side of the break unknown texture that would speak a lot of a person that disowned their child for a choice they made love is the only answer you can love your child and not agree with their choices yeah, I mean, we're going to try to get you re-educated first. Then the, the disowning comes later, you know. But if we're talking about cutting a wang off or chopping your boobs off and taking a chemical castration and whatnot, we out. We out.
we, we messed up somewhere. We're going to have to redo, get somebody else pregnant, try again. This one didn't work. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on the other side of this break with Tina from Patina. Of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. That's right. You can take us with you wherever you go. Just go to WYAB.com, hit listen live. And there, there we will be. Everybody from the Clay Edwards Show to Mike Madison, Allison Noe, Jameson Haygood, and of course, Radio Strongman Kim Wade, as far as our local lineup of stuff goes. And of course, we have the national stuff also, Charlie Kirk, Dana, and others. Hey, you know, tune in late after Kim's show, man. Uh, gosh dang. Officer, uh, I, you know, of course, I would have a brain fart, as I'm trying to tell y'all. Um, officer, he started out as a podcaster, and now he's got his own national radio show. There you go. Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum. Great show. Three hours every night, six to nine. I, I used to love following him on social media. And um, he does a great job with his radio show. Really, really good stuff. So just look, when you're listening to Kim Wade, just leave it on. Six to nine every night, Brandon Tatum. Man, we got a killer lineup here. I mean, we really do. From from 7 a.m. on, <laughs> the Clay Edwards Show, Allison Novi, Mike Madison, Jim Thorne, Jameson, Dana, Charlie, Kim, Brandon. Then we have American Ground Radio, Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, and others. Man, we got a great lineup. You can go see it all there on our website, WYB. Dot com. Hey, this segment, real quick, before we get into our guest, is brought to you by Guns and Gear. Get over there, see my good friends at Guns and Gear on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. They got some great deals going on. You can go find them all on their Facebook page. Just go type Guns and Gear in, and boom, there it is. They got a Taurus TX-22 compact pistol on sale now for only three sixty nine. They also had a, let's see here, they got the 6-hour P365XL 9mm for only six forty nine. And here's a heck of a deal. I'd be shocked if they have any of these left, but you can give it a whirl. They got a high point, C9, competition 9mm. Guys, you're not going to believe me when I tell you how affordable this pistol is. A 9mm. If you just need a throwaway gun. Not for committing any crimes. I'm just saying maybe one. I, anyway, I, I digress. One twenty nine ninety nine for a brand new nine millimeter. Tina, one twenty nine ninety nine. I mean, that, that makes your ears perk up, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I like you know, I I spent one hundred twenty nine dollars out the other night and got nothing to show for it but a hangover. You know, <laughs> so I could, I could have had a pistol. You could have. You could just hang out in the door of the truck. <laughs> exactly. All right. So look, get out there to to guns and gear. On 51 North in Gluckstadt, you can shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. And don't forget, man, they buy pistols, too, and guns and everything else. If you're looking to sell your gun, you're in a bind, you know, want to trade it in on something, or just uh, want to sell it, so you're going to go buy another one from a private buyer, whatever you want to do. Stop by Guns and Gear. Sell your gun to gun people. Uh, you don't have to worry about going to a pawn shop in a seedy area and all that kind of stuff and that whole intrusive stuff, all that information they gather. Just go sell your gun to Guns and Gear. Right there, 51 North in Gluckstadt. All right, in the studio with me, one of my friends and a sponsor of the show here, 
have Tina with Patina Hair Studio right there in Ridgeland, formerly in Jackson. We're here this morning to talk a little bit about what they're doing out there, how are things going, what needs they have, and kind of life after Jackson. Tina, good morning. Good morning. Pull that mic a little closer. There you go. How you doing? I'm doing well. So what's been going on in the world of uh, Patina Hair Studio? You know, life after Jackson is going very well. Um, it was a bit of a transition. Um, the business community is quite active in Madison and Ridgeland, and um, we try to participate anytime we can. However, with um, that, that takes a lot of time out of our schedule. So um, things are getting a little hectic around the salon. So we're hiring. That's what I was just going to say. So you're hiring, of course, you're looking for stylists. Of course. And uh, But also maybe somebody who might be interested in getting in the hair business. They could come there and be a job as uh, working at the desk and, and all that, see if it's something they're interested in. Yes, we need support staff. Um, we are looking for a salon manager, and we are also looking for assistants. Um, and as far as new stylists go, we are looking for new talent that we could possibly offer continuing education to. Um, I don't know if anybody knows, but the state of Mississippi does not require continuing education in order to keep a license. And furthermore, the schools produced um, less than qualified students to go into the workforce. So new students really need continuing education or an apprenticeship in order to be successful in their career path. And uh, we try to offer that to them. I think that's awesome. I, re- I really do. Um, you always want to learn and get better. Mm-hmm. And be there's, plus technology. People don't think about technology with hair. At least men probably don't. But I know that it's ever-changing with, uh, with the type of extensions and colors and uh, technique and all that stuff that you guys do. And uh, you want to be ahead of, the gir- ahead of the curve. Correct. I mean, you've got a state-of-the-art facility. Thank you. So you need the people that work there to have state-of-the-art skill. Absolutely. We offer precision haircutting education, so when you go to perform a haircut on someone, you have a clear path to get <laughs> the results that they want for, and you can also give them something that they can replicate at home pretty easily. Um, there's a lot of education that goes into our haircutting program, and I wanna, it can be intense. I want to ask you about that, because that's something that we make it a point to drive home here when we're trying to drive customers over there, is it's a, it's a style that you can replicate at home. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So with precision haircutting, we basically cut the shape into your hair. And once you wash your hair and you blow dry, you can get the same result. Yes, it may look a little better when I style your hair because I style hair all day, every day. But you can get extremely close with your own style at home. However, with a visual haircut, which is what you get most of the time when you go to some of the other salons throughout the United States, not just in Mississippi, you get a visual haircut. So they kind of cut some length off they kind of put long layers or whatever you've asked for in there and they style it and they style it so well they do an amazing blowout they do a great style they put a lot of product in there you look amazing when you leave then you get home and you wash it and you can never make it look the same again and that's because the shape was not cut into the hair and you have to really be able to style your hair in order to get that same look uh, you know, I, and I never really thought about that till you, till you brought it up. Mm-hmm. I just thought, think about it over the past and stuff. And uh, so it's almost like you, you can go and if you're getting uh, your hair done for a wedding or a big event or something, you leave, you look great, mm-hmm. and then good luck replicating that. Correct. So that's, that was kind of the thing. You know, like for me, I have short hair, so it's it's not as 
difficult to I mean, give me my fade. Just leave me enough on the top that I can kind of spike my my bangs up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and I, I'm good to go. But with people that have more hair and fuller hair and longer hair, I can definitely see that being an absolute game changer for getting up and getting ready in the mornings. Sure. It's also a game changer for the guys that see us as well. Um, it's not uncommon for me to have a new male client and he'll sit down and we'll do this amazing haircut and he says, I need an appointment in two weeks. And I'll tell him, you don't need an appointment in two weeks. You can see three or four weeks before you need a haircut. Nope, I've always had to have a two-week appointment. So we come to the compromise that I'll make you a two-week appointment and I'll also make you a four-week appointment and feel free to cancel that two-week appointment because you're still going to look great in two weeks. And nine times out of ten, they will cancel that two-week appointment, and they can make it four weeks at a time. And what I love about that is that costs you money to be right. It does. You know, so I mean, you're, you're punting that down the road when you could say, okay, yeah, give me your money. You know, like, let's take a call real quick. Sure. Hopefully this is on topic here. Hey, you're on there. Hey, I got a um, question. Um, I'd like to support the sponsors uh, on WYAB. I go to Towns Fried Pies probably too many times. But, br- br- uh, bring me one next time you do, please. <laughs> man, you talking about some flaky crust, man. Uh-huh. I'm talking about, dude, well, man, but uh, I'm not going to talk about it. But listen, um, uh, my girlfriend and I, well, oops, fiance and I, we're looking for, I hope she's not listening, um, a salon that we both can go to. Uh, I did look at the, the Facebook page, and uh, I've, I'm, I'm an African-American guy, and I'm just, could you, could you style my hair? Because um, I, I would like to go with her. Um, and do a couple things. I know she wants to get manicures, pedicures, all that jazz. So they do, they do that. Um, but, okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna hang up and, and listen to and listen to it. And, and, and I would like to support you guys. I like to support everybody that that sponsors here that I can. So this is something I know she and I can do together if if that's if that's possible. So hey guys, uh, take care, and I'll listen on the radio. Great, Ryan. Thank you, brother. That's a good call. Yes. I like that. Yes. So you can't. I know that there is a difference in uh, black hair and white hair. And, you know, a lot of times just by the nature of the beast, these things are kind of separated racially, you know, because they kind of focus on that or this. Do you guys have, I know you have, the, uh, you do black girls hair, right? Um, we've, I think we've talked about that um, before. Am I right there? Well, hair is hair. Um, there are things to consider such as curl pattern and density and, you know, maintenance and that sort of thing. But all of our services do start with a consultation. So if it is something that is beyond my skill set, be maybe the curl pattern's too tight for me, or it's just not a technique that I would be comfortable charging my prices for, I do have a stylist that I used to work with who is an amazing natural hair stylist. And I refer all of my clients who want something that's beyond my skill set in that genre to her, and her name is Taylor, and she's also in Ridgeland. So if it's something that I'm just not comfortable that I can give you 100% on, I will refer them to Taylor. Cool, and uh, how can he follow up on that conversation to set up a consultation? Yeah, he can just call or text the salon and set up a consultation with me, and we'll talk about his needs and his wants. And if it's something I can do, we'll proceed. If not, I will happily give him Taylor's information and um, what's we can the, what's talk the, to Taylor. What's the number? 769-572-7516. And you can also schedule consultations online at patinahairstudio.com. And don't do patinas like I did when I cut the commercial. It's patina. It's not plural. It ain't Kroger's. 
<laughs> I, I, as much Hades as I give all y'all about adding S's to the end of things, I went and did it and had to redo the whole commercial. Look, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about these wash chairs. Okay. And the massages. I've been I've been overselling it. You know, so I know it's I know it can deliver. It's one of those rare chances, that, one of the rare things where you overhype something, and the hype meets the reality. Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show with Tina from Patinas on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB. We're live in the Show.com studios, and this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Take a Break Deliveries. Hey, they start delivering breakfast at 8 a.m. Monday through Saturday in Rankin and Madison County. So uh, Pearl, Brandon, Ridgeland, Madison, Gluckstadt, so on and so forth. You can get breakfast at delivered to you from Take a Break Deliveries. Just go to the website, takeabreakdeliveries.com, and get you something delivered from one of their great locally owned and nationally owned restaurants there. And if you use the promo code, all caps, Clay 601, you're going to get $5 off your delivery fee. You can download their app from your app store of choice. And when you do, sign up for the push notifications. They also send out daily promo codes for you to save money on your delivery fee. Heck, you could be getting your hair cut at Patina's and get some pizza delivered over there. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure they won't have a problem with that. And uh, you could be supporting all kind of Clay Edward Show sponsors in one fell swoop right there. That'd be awesome. So do that. Check them out. They also deliver alcohol and beer so you can't go wrong there either if you have uh, been, been partaking a little bit too much in the spirits and you don't need to get it back out on the road but you need just a few more spirits to get you over the hump or wherever you need to be whatever the case may be i'm not judging uh don't drink and drive use take a break deliveries to bring you all that and uh, i think they'll do cigarettes and all that too so they got you all your vices covered there that's take a break deliveries locally owned veteran owned food and alcohol delivery service right here in central Mississippi. Keith and his team do a phenomenal job. Best drivers in the game. The uh, They wait on the food. The food does not wait on them. It's always fresh, always hot when you get it. They, they don't pick up a one order at a time. So you're not your food ain't piled up on the back of a seat waiting for you. Uh, good stuff there. Take a break, deliveries. All right, we got Tina with Patina Hair Studio here in the studio with us this morning kind of getting caught up on hairstyles and uh, the technology and stuff they have there at the new, uh, I want to call it a salon just out of habit, but it's a studio. It is. I mean, it's even in the name, just that, that habit, I want to say salon. But I mean, this play, I'm telling you guys, it's one of the things I've talked about, Tina, is this thing was built out to be a hair studio. Yes. It's not, it's not somewhere you had to retrofit and nothing wrong with that. Those places can look great. But when you had a chance to go in and be part of the blueprints and everything and get this the way you want it with your vision, it, 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 I tell people it's an experience when you go in. Thank you. It was a lot of hard work, but we have enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it looks phenomenal. Uh, so I've talked about these massage, what's it called, a wash chair? Yeah, they're shampoo stations. Shampoo stations. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Your shampoo stations also double as massage chairs. Yes. Um, I've been telling people, no, look, I don't know if they'll do it, but maybe you can just go in and get a wash. Yes, you can. We have people that do that all the time. Just give me that wash and that massage. Yes. Um, what inspired you to get the, uh, those chairs? Well, you know, sometimes when you get your hair done, not that you would, but, um, 
when you get a color service and you have to process a, a gloss or a treatment or something like that, it could be 20, 30 minutes. If you get multiples, you could be laying there for 45 minutes. And um, just to lay there and not do anything other than maybe try to read a book, it gets boring. So we thought there should be something else, another level of service, another touch point that our clients could enjoy while they're laying there for 20, 30, 45 minutes. And um, a massage chair was the answer for me. So the search began for a shampoo chair that offered massage. And you could find very inexpensive ones that were uh, made in China that are mechanical. So they're very much a painful massage because you're laying flat on your back. Um, Not what we were looking for at all. So after a lot of research, I found these Italian chairs. And it just so happens that they have chroma light therapy on top. And uh, you can enhance someone's mood just by changing the color of the light. It's lights. like the fiber optic lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really cool, it obviously. Is. And um, you just mas- you just put, turn the massage on, uh, recline the chair all the way back, and it massages you from your ankles to your shoulders. And it uses air massage, so it's a very gentle massage, and you can turn down the intensity or the style of massage that you like. And you get that while you're processing your color, or for your guys, you're just enjoying a shampoo and a hot towel. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know my, my girlfriend is a stylist, and she had come out there with me to check it out, and she got in, and she's like, oh, my God, I love these things. It really yeah. is the best part of getting your hair done. It is. I, I can't wait to get out there and get in. Now, refresh my memory, and I could be wrong on this, so I want to ask instead of just assuming. Did the did the, the, the pedicure or manicure chairs also, are they massage? They do not massage. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. for sure. Now, that would be next level right there. Yeah. Getting my nails did and getting a massage simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> You can you can have that idea if you want it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, if you have any questions for Tina, any uh, guys or girls for that matter, you have any questions about about hair or this, that, and the other, or about the uh, stylist or salon business in general, don't hesitate to give us a call this morning, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Um, so, Tina. What are what are some of the things all you offer out there? I know I, I say it cuts colors. Um, do you do you do extensions? We do extensions as well. We offer multiple methods of extensions. Most popular right now seems to be hand tied and the invisible hand tied method. Um, that's what we're doing the most of right now. We still have uh, requests for tape ends or fusions. Um, we're also starting to have requests for um, thinning solutions for people who may have. Uh, post-COVID hair hair loss, or maybe they're just um, starting to thin on top naturally due to hormones or aging or whatever. But we're starting to see requests for those types of services as well. You know, I didn't know that I necessarily believed the COVID hair loss stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, as, as we've gotten a little more removed from that, I mean, I, I, me personally, I, I haven't experienced it, but I know people who have, and they're just they're combing out chunks of hair and whatnot, and uh, from. The best it can figure is it's, you know, kind of lingering from COVID. Yeah, we've seen a lot of it, and we're not sure if it's because of people who actually got a shot or if they experienced COVID themselves, but the COVID hair loss is a real thing. And um, for some people, it grows back, and for some people, they just have a, you know, a thinner spot on their hairline. That's interesting. All right, let's talk about this. Life after Jackson. So let's refresh people's memory here a little bit. Tina had a very successful, well, Patina's 
Patina Hair Studio was in Jackson over there uh, at Maywood Mart. No, we were across the street from Highland Village. Uh, I thought by was... Morgan and Morgan. Okay, okay. So right over there, nice part of Jackson, Northeast Jackson there. Mm-hmm. But with just one thing after another, with water crisis after water crisis, and and everything, you were having to have water in a in a tank. Mm-hmm. Just a, a process that a salon does not need to have to have to go through, right? Or anywhere else for that matter. But especially somewhere that uses water for hygiene stuff like you guys do. You, you need good, reliable, dependable water. Yeah. And um, it just a, the, enough was enough. You're like, we're moving. So you found the place in Ridgeland. How, how has life been after Jackson? You don't realize how much of the little inconveniences, the low water pressure that also affects your air condition, um, the trash saga that recently unfolded, all of those things play into time-consuming things to deal with on a daily basis. So now I have time to focus on business matters that I'm not worried about. Are we going to run out of water today? Is the air conditioning going to go out because the city lost water pressure and our units are water-cooled? Those are things we don't have to worry about anymore. And um, as small as it sounds, it was a significant part of my business every day. And uh, we don't have to worry about, you know, whether the security guards are making their loops through the parking lot. Um, We never had a problem in our parking lot, but we had top-notch security guards as well. And that's just not an issue anymore. Um, If I have to, you know, leave my car unlocked or leave the doors open while I'm unloading supplies, I don't have to worry about um, maybe a bum or somebody just walking up and, you know, getting in my car or asking me for money or anything. I don't have those concerns anymore. That's good. You know, people don't understand when you, when you get acclimated to dealing with high pressure stress situations and you add a little bit more and you add a little bit more and you add a little bit more, how much you've added on that doesn't, that's not necessary. Yeah. You know, and then when you get relieved of that, you're like, Oh, I can actually just focus on what I do hair. Yeah. You know, or whatever it may be. But in your situation, hair and running your business. Running my business. Do the things that you know how to do. And, and don't get me wrong, you need to be versatile. And that's why I like during COVID, I always thought, is why is the government setting all these regulations for restaurants and hair studios and salons and stuff? Let the business owners will figure it out. Obviously, you know, we have. Yeah. Like, just trust me. Business owners will figure out the best method because it's hands-on. It's real world. It's like, okay, well, this may not have worked. We'll try this, so on and so forth. Um, and so I know it's, it's really good that you're able to get out there and just get back to doing what you do and get back to enjoying doing what you do without the, like I said, the undue stress of everything that comes with being in Jackson. And God bless, I'm, I, you know, I don't get on here and try to like, bash Jackson business owners by no means. I, I, I have pity for them. But I, I do sit back and I look and I see where like a new restaurant can open in Fondren. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did, did they did they get a well, a water well? I, I don't understand why you would do that, knowing the challenges that come with opening a business in Jackson. It it just boggles my mind sometimes. Yeah, I still support my Jackson business owners and the restaurants and things that we I've always enjoyed. I'm not going to not see them, but I do have another level of respect for them sticking it out sure um we just reached the point that we couldn't do it anymore it was exhausting i was having 12 and 14 hour days during the water situation just to be able to run my business and it was exhausting yeah and look and a a lot of places are i'm guessing you were in a spot where your lease was coming up and you were able to 
not, you know, you're able to get out yeah. without penalty. Where a lot of places, you know, I was in the nightclub business for years. Business never went bad at the end of the lease. No. It was always when there was two or three years left, people were like, well, you know, you made money. Why don't, why don't you just walk away? I couldn't. I was, I was obligated to years of lease. Yeah. You know, and I was either going to be sued out of it or at least had a fighting chance to stay open and, and being successful in business. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people are stuck to uh, lease agreements and whatnot and can't just get out. Our leasers were. Or they own their buildings, even worse. True. Um, our leasers were very cooperative with us. They were amazing to us the whole time that we were there. We have no complaints, um, but they were also very patient with us on the exit process. That's good stuff. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, uh, you're on the air with Clay and Tina. Hey, Clay. Why, why do they call me Master D? Because you like Master P, but your name's D? Uh, because I can solve the problem. The problem in Jackson is we need to develop a civilian police force and give them uniform, and we can put things in place where they can help the citizens can help the police department. That'll, that'll build up the manpower. Get these people vetted through the FBI, fingerprinted, and put on the uniform. Volunteer for. Sign, and everything. sign me up. The problem. Until then, we were born in a Jesse James environment. It's been violence throughout America. The, the, America was built on violence. And, you know, uh, now we got this influx of uh, crime over in Oregon, and, and I mean, this is off the hook down there in Sponge City. So uh, the first oil of business, we need to get our community together and get serious about putting manpower on the ground to assist the police. And then you got these outstanding uh, mental health issues with most of these people with all this fentanyl and, and other crap on the street that's running folks crazy. And I'm just not used to seeing a lot of these people in my neighborhood, too. Yep. Hey, Master Looking D. Looking like some Latin king fools or uh, skinheads, Aryan they I don't know these strange-looking people. No, we got to get them out of there, man. Operation Street Sweeper. I mean, we just not got to get them. We got to identify and find out who they are. And not only that, uh, you know, immigration is a scam. It's a $555 billion industry. Uh, if the black people can't get their city together, maybe we need to bring in a sanctuary city and get this place dug up. Go right there off of Terry Road. A whole long mile street done caved in over there. Yeah. I don't even see why the people ain't had an uprising. You can, I don't even see how they do it, Clay. Well, it's the same thing. This I, it's need a, to be declared a state of emergency. Mr. Mayor, declare a state of emergency. Get the Fed bring in bulldozers. This, man, this street, this city has to be uh, renovated. I'm going to bring in the killdozer. Hey, Master D, I got to go, man. Thank you for the call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunday was the anniversary of the killdozer incident. A guy had had enough. He, he built a bulletproof bulldozer and destroyed that city of Colorado. And it would have been one of the biggest stories in the world had 9-11 not happened the next day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Tina from Patina. What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit, up to a certain limit, of course? Well, that guy 
does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. Now, look, be patient with Rodney. The best, always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 601-622-2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. When necessary, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. As we uh, wind things down here with Tina from Patina Hair Studio out there in Ridgeland, we got to talk about something off air that I want to bring to air real quick because I think this uh, this is an issue, and it's just in uh, with hairstylists. It's in a lot of other industries. And, and Tina, you said you got a lot of these girls and, and guys, for that matter, that go through hair school, and they ain't ready to work. Yeah. They, they 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 get they get twenty thousand dollars in 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 debt because the school. I don't want to say they're, they're a scam, but they just ain't coming out ready because mm-hmm. yeah, they got to have the the got to have the education to get the certification from the state, right? Right. So they come out of school with just enough education and a skill set to pass an antiquated test to get a state license. The state license does nothing for you other than make you legal to work, collect your fees, of course, because that's what it's about. But the board itself is quite antiquated. Um, They're teaching pin curls and things like that that you're never going to use. They're not teaching these people to cut hair. They're not teaching them you know, new coloring techniques. They're not teaching them about new color technology that's available. And they're doing them a disservice. They're charging them, you know, upwards of $20,000 for an education, and they're not prepared for the workforce. So when they get to us, um, as salon owners in general, um, we have to re-educate them or continually educate them. And that's where our apprenticeship comes in. That's why we offer the haircutting education, and that's why we offer the balayage education, and we offer extensions education because it's things that they didn't get in school. So if you want to use your education that you got in school to make a living, you're going to not do very well. You're going to make twenty-five, dollars $40,000 a year, and if that's good enough, then fine. But if you want to make six figures or more, you're going to have to continuously educate, and you're going to have to know how to cut hair, and you're going to have to be able to offer the current trendy color techniques. You're going to have to be up on your color services. So what you're saying is you can't just become an Instagram hair cutter, yeah. an Instagram stylist. You're That's going to have to go put in the work and, and suck for a little while while you get better, like like everything else in life. Yeah, you're going to suck for a little while, and it's okay. I mean, I, look, I, t- I talk about it all the time, and I can just always draw from my own personal experiences and uh, through my <laughs> through my lens. Um and some people will say, I still suck doing this. But I know how bad I really sucked when I started doing radio. And I feel like I've gotten better, but it's taken today's the 528th episode, you know, to where I can sit here and carry a conversation without issue anymore. You know, and, and cutting hair, I imagine, or you know, styling hair is the same way. Obviously, the more you do it, the more boots on ground you are, the better you're going to be. You come work somewhere like Patina, you're going to get your, your years of, of experience and I love the idea of apprenticeship. Uh, you know, tattoo shops do that for and for good reason. Right. You know, I, I love the idea of somebody coming in, starting at the bottom, education be damned, 
I don't care if it's the state says you're ready to, to run a salon. You ain't ready to run this one. Right. You know, and, and getting to learn how you do something. Hey, look, I was in the car business for 12 years. I, I know a good bit. I went to go over here and work for my buddy Casey out at Ellis Autoplex. I let him lead. He says, this is the way we're going to do it, and he wants to do it this way. That's what we do. You know, and I still learn stuff every day from a guy that's 10 years younger than me. You know, so you, you, you're never too old to learn, and I, I, you're never too old to start over. Yeah. You know, if, you, if this is something y'all been thinking about doing, go to school, whatever, then go work somewhere or for, or for a patina of yeah. the world. The continued education is huge in this industry, or as in most industries, to be honest with you. But the, since the state doesn't require continued education, most people never step foot back into a classroom. But there's always something to learn. The technology changes almost daily. There's always something to learn. There's a new technique. Uh, there's a new trend. You know, these butterfly haircuts or wolf haircuts or whatever we're calling them this week. If you don't know how to do that, you need to learn. Yeah, you know, because I mean, somebody's going to find somebody that can. They're going to show you an Instagram photo and say, hey, I want this. And when you're clueless of how to make that happen, it's going to eventually catch up with you. When I, mean, I know back in the day when I would go to barber shops or wherever they had all the magazines on the tables and you're like, Hey, you know what? I want this. I can't do that. Then why do you have it here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, funny story real quick about, uh, the magazines, uh, you know, m- my girlfriend is a stylist and she was, she had a salon there before COVID and she was talking about, we somehow got some about those hair magazines and she was like, I remember when they thought that you could get COVID from those things. It's like, you, should, you, you could just touch anything and get COVID. It was just a funny topic thinking about those magazines or any other magazine or package having COVID on it. Man, they did y'all so dirty during COVID. They did. And that's one of the reasons that I, I, I raise hell like I raise hell about these gov- this particular governor and so on and so forth. I watched what they did to two industries that are very close to my heart, restaurants and and barbershops and stylist shops and salons and whatnot and just absolutely did not deserve what they put you guys through. Uh, my rant for the day. All right, Tina, walk-ins welcome, right? Walk-ins are welcome. Um, we have several stylists that are available a little more um, frequently than I am. My book is usually by appointment only because it stays fairly full. Um, if you want an appointment, you can call, text, or get online and do it yourself. Once you make an online request, it'll go to the front desk, and if it's after hours, it'll be approved the next day. If there's a conflict, they'll call you and work something else out for you. PatinaHairStudio.com? Yes. All right. Phone number again? 769-572-7516. And you're located right there in, what's that, what's that original exit that you take? Do you remember the name of it? The, the, the it's exit the number? Renaissance exit. The I Renaissance exit. I don't know what exit. number yeah. it is. If you're coming from Jackson and you're heading north on 55, you take that Renaissance exit, hang a right, and it's going to be right up there on your right. It is. Right past, what's that church? You remember the name of it? Ridgeland Baptist, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's, it's the only church on the right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a church on the right, then boom, they just built a new little strip mall looking thing, office complex, and it's right there. You can't miss it. That's Patina Hair Studio for all of your haircutting, styling, coloring, extensions, manicures, pedicures, and the most comfortable uh, shampoo chairs in the world. They massage you. Say no more. Tina, thank you for coming in today. Congratulations on Life After Jackson. Thank you. uh, We couldn't be happier for you. And uh, you guys, let them know. Let's support these sponsors. They support us. They allow us to get up here and do all this ranting and raving and have these real conversations that we have on WYAB. And we couldn't do it without them. So you guys get out there, support Tina at Patina and uh, all these other great sponsors. 
Uh, I'll be back to close out this hour. And don't forget, I'm here for a whole nother hour today. Uh, the Grow Your No folks aren't going to be able to make it today. So I got a whole list of things I want to talk about concerning the LGBTQ stuff. That's right. More of that on the other side of this break. This is The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. I want to thank Tina with Patina for coming in. Patina's Hair Studio. Patina Hair Studio right there in Ridgeland. As soon as you take that Ridgeland exit, there's a church right there on your right. And somebody did correct me. It's First Baptist Church of Ridgeland. Thank you, Texter. I do appreciate that. And look, man, I think it's really cool to have a state-of-the-art hair studio on here as a sponsor. And I'm telling you guys, girls, get out there and experience this. It is next level. I mean, look, I've been going to an old school barber who's one of my dearest friends for a long time. And uh, Jonathan Boone, uh, get well, Boone. Um, so I like that old fashioned, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat on Boone every now and then. I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna get in them dang massage chairs. I just am, but I've, man, I was loyal, loyal, loyal to my barbers. He's been loyal to me. Um, so when you find, when you find a good one, hold on to them, man. Hold on to them. Uh, but get out there, get out there to Tina's. They offer so much more than just haircuts. You got the manicures, the pedicures. The cuts, the colors, the extensions, all that stuff, man. And uh, look, even if you just need to go get some some shampoo and conditioners and uh, styling products, they got. We didn't even talk about this with Tina. They have top of the line, high end stuff out there. You know, you don't have to get your hair cut there to still break bread with them and uh, show them that you appreciate them sponsoring the show. All right, um, I'm going to be here for a whole nother hour. Uh, you're going to hear a little different intro and outro music. For the Grow Your Nose show, but it's the Clay Edwards show, hour three today. Uh, they had something come up, and we're not able to make it, and no problem there. We'll see them next week. Always enjoy uh, Kelly and whatever guests she has in here. And be sure to check out Kelly Kelly's Green Incorporated there on social media. Uh, they are Jackson's and Central Mississippi's premier medical marijuana uh, distributor grower distributor provider seller retail they do it all fully vertical i believe is how they call that so check them out hey i cooked i could i told you the name and i cooked a uh i'm gonna ramble here for a minute instead of getting too deep into another topic because i got some great topics i want to hit in hour three we're going to go all in on this lgbtq stuff we're going to go all in on uh tim scott on the view and did y'all see where eric adams the mayor of new york says that people with extra bedrooms should allow illegal immigrants to live with them. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to dystopia. Welcome to dystopia. But look, I cooked some burgers last night, man. I worked out and I was starving. And I was like, I had some burgers that I'd pre-pattied and froze. And I busted them out. Man, I tell you what, the secret sauce to a burger is some Hidden Valley Ranch powder. Put it in your burgers, and pa-pow. Of course, it was Stonington Farm beef, by the way. And, man, pa-pow, that ranch, and a little bit of Jonesy Q, ecstasy rub. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Ranch is always my secret weapon when I season a burger. It was 9 o'clock last night. I'm eating a hamburger. Actually, about 9.30, I think. Anyway, it was good. My dogs enjoyed it. The whole point of cooking the burgers was I was too tired to stop by the grocery store after work. 
And I was like, I got some burgers. They'll they'll love a burger. So my dogs ate top notch last night. All right, look, this is the Clay Edwards Show. You're going to hear some different music coming back from this break, but it's still going to be me for a whole other hour here today. Looking forward to it. Again, we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. I appreciate Tina coming in. Don't forget tomorrow, Sean Yurkaran will be back here in studio with me. We're going to do a little left-wing versus right-wing uh, Pride Month talk or debate. That'll always be interesting. I got a three-day, four-day head start on him, so we'll see if he's, uh, if he's ready. All right, y'all stay tuned. See you back in seven minutes. All right, welcome back in. It's hour three of the Clay Edwards Show today. Uh, the, our folks with Kelly's Green, Grow Your Know, be back next week. Uh, had something come up last minute, just not able to make it in today. No problem. We'll, we'll pick back up with your regularly scheduled program next week. But in the meantime, it's a whole other hour of the most incendiary show on the radio, the Clay Edwards Show. I want to thank Tina with Patina Hair Studio for coming in. And uh, chopping it up with us hour two, talking about all the stuff in it, the ins and outs of the of the hair game, and everything she's got going on out there since she left Jackson for the greener pastures of Madison County in Ridgeland, Mississippi. All right, one of the things I want to talk about we were we were going hard, hard in that first hour of the show. My question of the day was: Would you accept or disown your child if they came out as trans? And I simply said that I would get another family member together and we would both sign papers to have them admitted out to Whitfield for some re-education. What would you do? We've gotten some text in on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944, if you want to chime in. If you want to call in, 601-879-0002 is the call-in line. John says, I can't discuss religion or Christianity. Then how can you force this LGBTQ stuff on everyone? Great, great question there, John. That's a good question. Wade says, oh, we're talking about awesome lineup from earlier. Thank you, Wade. We had some texts that I did not get a chance to get to. Um, And somebody I think may have corrected me. I... The Killdozer incident, there was a big national event the day after the Killdozer incident that took, I was thinking it was 9-11. Maybe it was Oklahoma City or something like that. So I, I do apologize if I got that wrong. I was kind of shooting from the hip there earlier. There was a big national terror. Uh, something happened like the day or two after the Killdozer incident. And um, it, it basically made the the killdozer incident ended up not making the national rounds like it should have at the time. So if somebody wants to look that up and correct me, please do. Let's see here. All right. Here is one I was looking for. This is the text I was looking for from a mom of two sons here. If one of them came to me and said they're trans, I'd ask to explain to me what trans means. And are you sure you are one? If the first thing out of their mouth was, well, my teacher said, I would stop them right there and go have a face-to-face with that teacher. That's my child and my job to raise. Great text there from another mama bear out there listening this morning. 
And um, our and the end of hour one, we got a call from a guy. I'm gonna make it the call of the day when I get in there and do the podcast here. The podcast is gonna be about an hour late getting put up today because I'm doing this third hour. He said that the first eight years of his daughter's life, he wasn't involved. Um, he was out, you know, addicted to drugs, this, that, and the other. And when he got back in his daughter's life, that she thought she told him that she thought she was she was trans, and he uh, he just he just put knuckled up and did some good parenting and started uh talking to her about normal stuff and showing her love and having real conversations and he said now you know to explain to her one of the things we talk about on the show is you know whatever happened to just being a tomboy maybe you're just a maybe you're just a a, a manly girl you know that that's out there a, but, a butchy girl i mean i don't mean that as an insult either i just you know i don't articulate things very well sometimes you know Maybe you're just a butch. That that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you're gay. Again, nothing wrong with that. But that doesn't mean you're trans. You know. And uh, he says his daughter, she is gay, um, likes girls, whatever. But she no longer thinks she's trans. And that's good parenting, especially when you, when 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 the other folks had an eight year head start on you, and you were at, you were absent for eight years, and you come back in and. You jump in head first, and yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Again, I, this conversation is about if your child came and said they were trans. Because I think that's a mental issue. That is a mental issue. That is not a, that is not a uh, sexual orientation issue, in, in my opinion. Let's see here. Wild Bill says, I worked at Whitfield for 25 years in pest control, and I knew so, so many good folks there. They have excellent programs for the mentally challenged. Yes, if I had a kid, etc., that was trans or gay, I would admit them to get them to help they are needed. Again, I say it all the time. The, the gay stuff, I don't have any issue with. It is the uh, it's the trans stuff. Let's take a call. Uh, call her. Try calling back. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. I just want to hit these text up man you guys had them coming in hard and heavy and i didn't get a chance to get to them uh all right i guess we're kind of cleared up here a little bit on the text so let's jump into this i kind of hit it in the first hour so i just want to reset it real quick it appears that uh, it appears that St. Dominic's is laying off 200 employees from its behavioral health uh, clinic, and uh, of course they are. But like I said in the first hour, at least they're up to date on their diversity, equity, and inclusion training. And I bet you these some of those 200 people unwillingly had to get vaccinated during the force mandate era last year, and now they're without a job. That's a damn shame. Let's take a call. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, to your question, if my son or daughter uh, came to me and expressed that they believed that they were a girl, but they believed that they should be a boy. If they, if they came out and said they were trans. Yes. Uh, first thing I would do is I would probably... Get them some help. Uh, when I say get them some help, counseling, at least talk with a mental health professional uh, so that, you know, we can hash it out. But I wouldn't uh, just 
shut them down. Uh, I would definitely try to understand where they're coming from and why. So I would get a professional involved. But yeah, I wouldn't so try we to are closer. Them. We are closer to being on the same page to this, John, than I thought we would be. Because I do well, think no, you get some. You got to get some mental a mental health professional involved. You, you, you do. And what, what I'm saying is the reason you get a mental most believe it or not. If you do a little research on 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 transgender uh, reassignment surgery, normally there is uh, mental health counseling or mental health professional involved. That's normally how it how it occurs. Also, most places in the country, you can't even get reassignment surgery. The insurance won't pay for it, even for a top minimum age of sixteen. And then also, you got to have parental or legal guardian consent. So. There will be some counseling involved either way from your surgeon, from your doctors. Uh, that's normal. That's normal standard procedure. This is not just happening in a vacuum, folks. Now, also, and that's not to say that I would, I'm saying that something's wrong with them. What I'm saying is we're trying to make sure that my child understands, I understand, we understand the pros and cons. But now, when they turn 18, you're grown. You can you get to make that choice now. What I what I signed for it under the age of eighteen? No, I would say you got to wait till you're at least eighteen years old. So you had some time uh, to educate yourself, me to educate myself, and it just take some time. I wouldn't rush into it, but it would be their choice once they become an adult, meaning at the age of eighteen. Also, another thing you need to keep in mind is there's only about nine thousand surgeries per year. When it comes to uh, reassignment surgery, only nine thousand folks. Now that now you think we're a country of three hundred twenty million people, there's only nine thousand, nine thousand surgeries. So we are having this conversation, but it's not as big as we think it is. I think with the issue of uh, 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 the media, social media, uh, it, it becomes bigger than what it is. Because believe it or not, people have been having reassignment surgery since. Probably, I believe, probably the seventies. Well, we just called it sex change. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you at all, and that that is one of the the topics that, like Sean and I, have brought up is why is this become such a big deal? And my opinion is because we have proven the left wrong on so many of their things that they've got to anchor down, and they 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 can't be wrong about this one. And this is the one that's the most idiotic to me. Well, what I'll say is this. We all, unfortunately, in politics, everybody's looking for an edge. Whatever I can do to expand my base or fire my base up or a segment of my base, we use it. But when we look at it, we're talking about 9,000 surgeries, and it's been happening. And, again, it's been happening since the 70s, folks. And it it wasn't a political issue, but now with the advent of social media, uh, 24-hour television, Folks can get on Twitter, and they have a big platform, and they can they encourage people to engage in these topics. But we're talking about nine thousand. Well, people. you know, also on the flip side of that is it until here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this was not going on, but if it was going on under the radar, if it was, there was not this what feels like an all out attack on our children. There was not pride events in schools. They were not doing sexual sex changes. For children, and if they were, again, it was under the radar. 
It wasn't a national okay, story. So now, and I, that, that's where people Again, have the problem is, it's like, leave the kids alone. That's all we ask. But here's the, here's the issue. We live in a society where kids have more access to information than they've ever had in our lifetime. Does not mean it's good information. No, but what I'm what but what I'm getting at is your kids have access to information. If we don't talk to our kids, our kids are going to get that information on their cell phone, on their laptop. It's on our television screens. It's in Hollywood. It's in our movies. It's in our cartoons. So it is here. What I'm saying, LGBTQ is here to stay. Same thing as marriage in our country is here to stay. Same sex marriage is here to stay, folks. So what I would tell you is this. The best thing you can do is educate yourself so you can arm yourself. So if your child were to come to you, you are educated enough to have a a mature discussion with your child as opposed to being ignorant on the topic and just basically saying, well, that's against the Bible and that's it. What I would tell you is this. Your kid will go somewhere else and engage in that conversation, and they will get support from somewhere else, and they will shun you, they will walk away from you, and they will shut you down. So the best thing you do if you want to stay in your children's lives is to talk to them and listen to them because they are getting information from everywhere. I have a daughter that's in college. She had to educate me on some of the uh, nomenclature for the LGBT community. And I was like, okay, yeah, i got to get educated on this a little bit better, but what I can't do is shut, shut people down. You want to listen. If you want your kids in your lives, listen to what they're telling you because somebody else will. Hey, John. Thank you for your, great, you. great. Hey, great. Hey, hold on. I, 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 you, know, you there? Dang it, John. I owe you an apology. I hung up on you a couple weeks ago. Um, been wanting, been waiting for you to call back so I could tell you that. So uh, I apologize for hanging up on you. And a uh, great call from John. I, I don't just agree with all the nuts and bolts of everything you said, but you're right. If you're not in your kid's ear, somebody else is going to be. And um, I believe John's a great parent, just based on our conversations. Uh, again, we disagree politically on a lot of things, but I, I believe that he is a good parent. And uh, he's right on that. And that's a good answer. We agree on that. All right, let's take a break real quick, come back. And I do want to get into Eric Adams in New York, as well as Tim Scott on The View. And again, I, I, y'all, I butchered that um my comment about Killdozer and 9-11 being the next day. Uh, obviously, Killdozer happened in June. 9-11 was in September. I'm efforting trying to find out what it was that happened that pushed that off the, off the news. So what, whatever event happened in June of 2004, uh, some kind of global terrorist event of some sort or here in America, it was something that was huge that stole all the headlines. So I'll be efforting that information. We'll be right back. On the other side of this break, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Filling in for Grow Your No. All right, welcome back in. This is uh, this is not Grow Your No. This is hour three of the Clay Edwards Show today. Uh, Grow Your No will be back in its regularly scheduled time slot next week. Uh, Kelly and the team had something come up last minute and weren't able to make it, so I decided to fill in. And uh, it worked out. I did a whole lot of show prep yesterday about some things I wanted to talk about. And uh, according to my girlfriend, I have a tenacity for being able to run my mouth. So that's what I'm going to sit here and do for the next hour. Uh, look, I want to talk about, real quick, um, 
I told you about Watchman Security Services yesterday. One of our great sponsors here. You guys have been supporting them, and I appreciate that. They've let me know that, and you're telling them you heard it on WYAB, which that means even more. Uh, so we definitely appreciate that. But look, man, they've had a situation arise. They are hiring a technician. That's right. If you wanted to get into a really cool line of work, uh, home security, home business security systems, and this is something that's a techno- technology-driven business from the cameras to the smart home technology, the smart thermostats, all of that stuff. This is going to be a great industry, a great company, a great locally family-owned company to work for. Let me tell you, I've worked for big corporations and I work for a family-owned business. I'm working for two family-owned businesses right now, this radio station and Ellis Autoplex. And I I, I personally, Lord willing, in the creek don't rise, never want to go back to a big corporation. I love being able to work shoulder-to-shoulder with the owner of these businesses every day. And if you're looking for make a career change, or you know you got a young son or daughter, I guess for that matter, um, that you know maybe going to four years of college just ain't going to be for them. And look, it, it wasn't for me. Um, I don't think it's for my daughter. You know, m- maybe they're going to somebody that wants to go learn a trade or a skill. This is a great opportunity to do that. They're hiring. Get in touch with Nathan, and uh, he'll get you going. He'll get get you an interview and all that set up, and you can be part of the Watchman Security Services family. You can go to their website, watchmansecure.com, or give them a call. Their phone number is 601-955-9952. 601-955-9952. And uh, look, I'm telling you, with, with AI eliminating jobs and illegal immigrant labor coming over in the masses, Jobs are going to be at a premium in this country. I know there's a lot of people right now that don't want to work. When the people that do want to work, job gets eliminated because of AI. They're going to be flooding these second-tier jobs. And these other, I don't want to call this second-tier, but these hands-on jobs. They're going to be jumping in and learning trades. And these jobs are going to be at a premium. You Take the opportunity now. Just like I told you about logging the other day. If you, if you ain't scared of doing hard physical work, Consider that logging course they got going on uh, out there at one of these local community colleges with Wayne Withers. I'll give you more information about that if you need it. Holler at me. Anyway, watchmansecure.com. So yesterday, I guess it was yesterday, Tim Scott, uh, senator from South Carolina running for president, was on The View. And Speaking of presidents, real quick, I got to clear up something about my, my 9-11 being uh, the day after the Killdozer incident, Ronald Reagan died. Two days after. Or the day after, I'm sorry. Ronald Reagan died. That was that was the event that happened there. So um, I do apologize for butchering, for butchering that. Let's see. Let me get to my bookmarks. I, I want to play this Tim Scott. Uh, this is Tim's appearance on Far Left Nut Job The View yesterday. And uh, this is spectacular. I I went from having no idea why Tim Scott was running. I liked him, but after listening to this, this is three minutes long here. I am um, I'm not off the Trump train, but I I'm definitely rubbing shoulders with Tim. Scott. I'm cheating on Trump with Tim Scott a little bit. I'm just gonna be honest. Here we go. You have indicated that you don't believe in systemic racism. What is your definition of systemic racism? Let me ask, answer the. Uh 
question that you've answered asked does it ex- it. Or does it even exist yeah. in your mind? Let me, let me uh, answer the question this way. One of the things that I think about, and one of the reasons why I'm on the show, is because of the comments that were made, frankly, on this show, that the only way for a young African-American kid to be successful in this country is to be the exception and not the rule. That is a dangerous, offensive disgusting message to send to our young people today that the only way to succeed is by being the exception. I will tell you that if my life is the exception, uh, I can't imagine. But, but, I can't but it ima- is. But it's not, actually. Here's, here's, it's been here's 114 my, years. Yeah, so, so the fact of the matter is we've had an African-American president, African-American uh, vice president. We've had two African-Americans to be secretaries of the state. Uh, in my home city, uh, the police chief is an African-American who's now running for mayor. The head of the Highway Patrol for South Carolina is an African-American. Still in, 19, in 1975, um, there was about 15% employment in the African-American community for the first time in the history of the country. It's under 5%. 40% homelessness and 50% of, of African Americans. 50% of the folks get, in our community get 13% they, I, of the population. You have a chance to ask the question. I know that I've watched you on the show that you like people to be deferential and respectful, so I'm going to do the that same is thing. True. So here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest the fact of the matter is that progress in America is palpable. It can be measured in generations. I look back at the fact that my grandfather, born in 1921 in Sally, South Carolina, when he was on a on a sidewalk, a white person was coming, he had to step off and not make eye contact. That man believed then, with some doubt now, in the goodness of America, because he believed in having faith in God, mm-hmm. faith in himself, and faith in what the future could hold for his kids, would unleash opportunities in ways that you, you cannot imagine. Every kid today can look just change the stations and see how much progress has been made in this country. ABC, NBC, CBS, ESPN, CNN, Fox News all have African-American and Hispanic hosts. So what I'm suggesting is that the yesterday's exception is today's rule. And for us to so suggest... America has met its promise. No, of course. The, the concept of America is that we are going to become a more perfect union. But in fact, the challenges that we face... 50 years ago and 60 years ago should not be the same challenges that we face today. And here's the way that you you measured that. When my mother was born, about 10% of African Americans got a high school degree, diploma. Today, it's over 90%. When you look at the income, when you look at the income success that we've had... That's an HBCU stat. Well, listen, HBCU stat is a good one because one of the reasons (laughs) why I took the funding for HBCUs to the highest level in the history of the country... And then I help make it permanent is because I believe that education is the closest thing to magic in America. So I'm about making sure that our kids have as many opportunities to succeed as possible. It's one of the reasons why. I need I did, an opportunity to well, succeed. Because I, 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 I have to go to Brandon. Oh, they're begging. They're begging. They big, right, that's, that's that. What do you guys think? I think Tim Scott is on fire. I think Tim Scott is on fire. It's nothing I love more. They're hearing somebody not make any excuses. Don't make excuses. He, you know, sounds a lot like what Obama sounded like in 08. You know, I'm just saying. You like that? You don't like this? Man, I, I dig it. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there, brother. Hey, Clay. I just uh, appreciate you playing this, Tim Scott. I've always liked him. I think he's great. Um, one thing he was talking about was the uh, permanent funding for the HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably needs to give credit to where it actually is due, and that would be to Donald. Yeah, I, I, I mean, was thinking he, about uh, that, he, too. He, he can get on there and say that, but this is the first president ever that hasn't used it as a campaign toy. 
he was the one who at a press conference said, why don't we make this permanent? Why do we have to? He even met with the historically black colleges and universities and said, why do y'all have to keep coming up here year after year after year? Let's make this permanent. So maybe he got Tim Scott involved, but it just troubles me. It's kind of like, yeah, I made that three-pointer. No, I was just watching Michael Jordan, but I'm going to wear his jersey and shoes and act like I did it. So I do like him, but the guy I do like better is a guy in Florida named Donalds, and that guy is phenomenal. He's a House of Representatives guy. They won't invite him on The View. Because oh, yeah, dude. He, what's his name again? His last name is Donald. That's I can't it. remember his first name, yeah. but I've seen some of the uh, – it's amazing – that that lady's not touting these people. But anyway, that's where they are. But look, I love Tim Scott, but I, I, I just harken back to 2016. There's a lot of Jeff Bushes in them, but they are putting, anyway, we have, an, we have the establishment and the, we have the permanent class of government against me and you. And the only representative for me and you is not one of them. And Tim Scott is still one of them to me. Because, uh, you know, they, he voted, you know, anyway, that's just my opinion. But thank you. Hey, hey by hey, the way, thank hey. you for loading up your podcast. I get to listen to those on the weekends if I'm walking. Cool. You do them for both. And I'll be honest, it's very, very nice. I know it's a lot of work, but it's beneficial. So, uh, and thank you again. I appreciate it. Hey, don't hang up. Thanks. I, I want to ask you a question. Okay. I want to ask you a question. Um, I, I appreciate the kind words. Who, who, I, I don't think we're going to end up with Trump DeSantis. I think there's, there, I think it's going to be too fractured by the time we get to the primaries. Who do you think is going to be? Trump's VP, Kerry Lake. You think Tim Scott's got a chance? What does what, what your gut uh, say? If I were picking, I picked that Fivek guy. I can't even pronounce his last name. The CEO, he's a billionaire, and he's started three or four different companies. Yep. That guy's phenomenal. I wish I remember his name, but and you know why? He ain't one of the or Kerry Lake. That would be my two choices because they aren't one of them. Because I look, and nothing wrong with Tim Scott, but hey, in a few years. He's, he's Roger Wicker, you know, because I, I'm sorry you get caught in all that stuff. And um, I, I, I wish I, I mean, I, I feel I, I feel like I would go for the, is it Vivek? I can't remember his name. Rasami Vivek. He's a yeah, Vivek or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but you listen to him. I mean, go and listen to him. He'll put, to, I mean, he's an Indian uh, heritage. He's an American citizen, but same thing. And um, but they won't have him on the view either. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they won't ever invite Tim Scott back. I promise you, make him look bad. <laughs> no, not a, not at all. You but know that, that would be my two choices. Would be or hey, Scott, uh, uh, Tim Scott would be my third choice. If one of those other two or him, that'd be my third choice. I got it. Hey, uh, you know, I feel better. I, I feel better about the bench after after seeing him on the view. Yeah. Oh, I feel, look, I would vote for him over. Anybody else on there, so for Vivek, you know, be Trump, Vivek, and then him. It wouldn't be even DeSantis because um, there's too much around DeSantis that the establishment has been grooming. I, I just look, when you have Carl Rove running your campaign, I have major problems. <laughs> and he, you know, that, that's, that's my problem there. Yeah. It's like, well, well anyway, you, can, you talk a good game to get elected and you don't do anything. Yeah. That little whiteboard did me in every time it pop up that whiteboard, but I don't watch those news channels anymore. But, dude, I really appreciate you. I enjoy your uh, uh, show, and I like your podcast, and, I, and I, I do try to go to your advertisers as much as I can. Yeah, I appreciate, so I appreciate it, brother. It. Well, right, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Have a blessed one, huh? Bye-bye. Man, great call there. Let's take a break. Come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. What are your thoughts? What do you think about Tim Scott? 
769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. The phone line, 601-879-0002. We'll be right. This is not Grow Your Know. This is the Clay Edwards Show extended version. Today, hour three, filling in for those guys. They couldn't make it. Uh, Kelly Williams with Kelly's Green. So, you a little bit more of me. It's about 15 more minutes. Hey, this third hour flew by, didn't it? All right. Uh, great call there about the follow-up on the Tim Scott appearance. Let's read some text messages real quick. You know, it's just going to be interesting to see, in my opinion, the fallout. Or, or just, do people end up having some Trump fatigue? Maybe that's the best way to put it. You know, again, I'm firmly on the Trump train. He's going to be the guy. But do some people have some Trump fatigue? And honestly, we could talk about this. Man, RFK is coming up strong from the rear on the on the Democrat side. I, I, Bill O'Reilly still believes that Biden does not run. It's going to be interesting on that side. Can they weaken up Bernie's up him him enough to get him through another election? I, it's going to be tough. It's going. To, I mean, they barely got it done last time. I don't, I don't think they can do a basement a basement campaign this time. I just don't. And he clearly is to the point where he can't stand up. Let's read a couple texts. Um, Wild Bill says Trump is too narcissistic for me. I will only vote for him if he is the Republican primary winner. I feel we as a nation can do better than Trump or Biden. It's time to move on. As far as Tim Scott, it's a it's a no for president this round, but maybe in the future. The race on the Republican side would be a Trump versus DeSantis race, and it will get ugly, especially on the Trump side. The Donald cannot control his tongue. You know, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I again I'm I'm voting for Trump. I mean, barring something crazy happening in, in a primary, too. And I'm going to be very interested to see who the VP is, because the VP is going, to be, is going to be who our presidential candidate most likely is in four years, in, in 2028. You know, I think it's going to be very important for the Republican Party to have the right VP here, because they could end up being president for eight years. At least that's, that's the game. That's the long game you're playing. If... You know, and that ain't to say DeSantis don't come back in four years if he isn't. It's just going to be wildly interesting to watch how all this gets moved around and to watch the strategies and, and whatnot. Because I don't sleep on Carrie Lake, you know, or is she just a is she too Trump like for some people? Does that turn some people off? It doesn't me, but I I think there's some people in on our side that are kind of who don't like the brash tell it like it is stuff. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Don't shoot the messenger. Reagan says, Senator Scott showed a better view to the turbo mouthpieces of the view, refused to be talked down to or drowned out. And an intellectual, independent-minded black man is a liberal talk show host's greatest fear. Hallelujah. Charlotte says, sounds like Tim Scott took the view to church. I like him. And the view just wanted to poo-poo on everything he said. You know, great, great text there. You know, the reason he was on there is because a couple weeks ago, those idiots on the view said that um, some of our black conservative leaders weren't basically because they were successful, they weren't black enough. They didn't speak for black folks. 
because they were successful and Republican. And uh, Tim Scott was one of them. So he decided to make an, a, an appearance on there to kind of call him out on it. And he did. Great job. Great job. Speaking of successful black men, let's check in on New York Mayor Eric Adams. <laughs> he has, has had a, a great idea. He is going to bring y'all's policies home for you to enjoy in person. Let's check this out. Is go to the faith-based uh, locales and then move to uh, private residents. Uh, they are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. Let's see that. It's not letting me pause this. I'm going to reload this real quick and start it over because, for whatever reason, it's, it's, it, the pause and play button is non-existent on this. Hold on one second here. Context matters, and I don't want to clip anything out. It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, to go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residents. Uh, they are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. Uh, they have locales. And if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place, we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 it may be now, that we potentially have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it in the pockets of corporations. And some of those corporations come from outside our city. We should- All right, so what do y'all think about that? Do y'all think the government should be paying people, private residents, to house illegal immigrants? What are your thoughts on that? If you have an Instagram, you can find this clip. Uh, the typical liberal, a great Instagram follow. They're probably on 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 Twitter too. I try not to cross follow everything. I like different stuff on different platforms. Uh, the typical liberal does really good stuff on Instagram. So just a little food for thought there. I don't know. I, mean, I guess people want to let people in their house. And get paid for it. I guess it is better than maybe he ain't. Maybe he's onto something. Feels like a hustle though. Feels like some of these NGOs are going to get involved. Some of these churches, and they're going to make money, and it's going to turn into a for-profit thing. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Left wing, feeding left wing, feeding left wing. Then you're indoctrinating these immigrants, too. But, hey, what do I know? I still think we should just dump them all in Jackson, Mississippi and become so radical, become as radical as we can. The most radical city. (laughs) So, hold on, let's read a text here real quick. Oh, a couple things. And I want to read one other little article I got. Somebody texted in and said, have you seen how the aliens have trashed the hotels? They can go to work and get their own house. Agreed. If if you're going to come here, come with a plan. If my butt just showed up down in Tijuana without a plan, do you think they're just going to let me in to stay? 
Are there any government programs down there for me to get a free phone and a free place to stay? I mean, I'll go on a vacation to Tijuana, to Puerto Rico. Do I get some free stuff? All I got to do is just walk across the border and be like, I'm here for the free stuff. <laughs> um, somebody texted in a second ago and said they turned it on Channel 3 last night on WLBT and they had a drag queen on who wants to be a millionaire. Says we should boycott Channel 3. I've been boycotting Channel 3 ever since Barbie Bassett. You know, I, I got a buddy, a, a guy that I like uh, over there, weather guy, Brandon Walker. He's solid. I tune in and listen to Brandon do weather if there's some weather stuff I'm interested in. Bobcat says, uh, doesn't Kim charge for parking at Freelons? Did he get hit by the gunfire? <laughs> I sure hope not. I can't do two more hours of radio today. I'm going to be tapped out. I'm going to be tapped out. Unknown texture. They must be going to give those people tax credit for doing that. They letting immigrants use bedrooms. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Did y'all see? I've got to bounce around here to close out the show. Did y'all see where an Indiana mayor? We need this mayor around here. I and mean, we got some pretty based mayors. We really do. And um, I ain't seen, I'm not saying it in there, but I ain't seen it. I ain't seen no pride stuff on the Pearl and Brandon uh, Facebook pages. But this this mayor in an Indiana town made the social media folks remove all of the pride posts. Uh, the mayor of an Indiana town city ordered pride month posts on official Twitter and Facebook accounts be taken down because the city, listen to this y'all should not engage in supporting a social agenda. The city of Westfield, Indiana posted an image Thursday to its social media account that read, we talk about the Westfield way and how it set us apart. We are committed to being a welcoming, a safe community for all Happy Pride Month, Westfield. Where are gay people not safe? Can somebody tell me where? If you're safe in Mississippi, where are you not safe at? Where are gay? I'm so dang tired of hearing about uh, you're, you're, you're safe and welcomed here. What Has anybody ever seen a gay person attacked or thrown out of somewhere? Uh, real talk. I mean, especially, you know, I'm sure maybe in the 50s, 60s, 70s it happened. I mean, modern times, the last 20 years or so. Has anybody seen somebody thrown out of somewhere or beat because they were gay? Come on. Everywhere is safe except Jackson, Mississippi. But if you get if you catch them hands or a bullet here, your sexual preference ain't the reason. You were just wrong place, wrong time. Wrong gas station. Let's take a break. Come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in as we get ready to land the plane for the day. Three hours of the Clay Edwards Show. Some days I can do it. Some days getting through an hour is a struggle. But uh, I had a good time today. I appreciate everybody calling in. I appreciate our guest, Tina, with Patina Hair Studio coming in. Uh, Real quick, in closing, Uh, Unknown Texture sent me this uh, news article about Mississippi Republicans seeking to remove the pride flag from the Veterans Affairs Cemetery. Yeah, I saw where all of our congressmen and senators and whatever, all the Republicans signed some some, uh, requests. I mean, that's the minimum we expect from these folks to do that. I mean, let's just be honest. 
Um, I'm I, I'm sure there's all kind of things that they've done that have opened the doors to this nonsense even happening. But uh, I, I'll give kudos where kudos are due. I mean, somebody just needs to go in there, snatch the thing down, and burn it. In my opinion, just snatch it down and burn the damn thing. That's what I'm gonna start doing with these things. It's but it's no longer about gay about loving your gay friends. It's about a political stance, and I'm done, fed up with it. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Jameson Haygood up next. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.